0: The NFL Week 10 DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Unfortunately, California voters resoundingly rejected sports betting online, so not in California yet. Hopefully they'll mount a better effort next year. Uh, This year's effort was... Tragically bad. Uh, so I was one of only 20% of the voters that voted to approve online sports betting in California. Tragic. I'm I'm devastated still. But WinBet has you covered in states where it's eligible. It has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a $100 and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N b-e-t scott how are you today I,
1: I gotta tell you i'm a little disappointed in california out there i mean I'm no offense of disappointed. but you gotta get behind online gambling listen if you're gonna be free if you're gonna have the cannabis for 20 if years you
0: can do all those things crown. yeah if it pleases the crown may i play a game of chance that I, on the, with the money i've already been taxed on right that is mine that i have earned myself my my own i want to do what i want with it right mind your business california uh, on the
1: other hand, Maryland, congratulations! They they made some good choices themselves. Uh, so I'm 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 excited to to join Bo uh, in the land of the free, in the home of the brave. Uh, anyway, we're here to help you win some DFS cash, whether you're playing uh, in cash games or if you're in GPP. All hail Bo, the king! Last week, I think he scored yeah, 217, 220 points. Uh, his lineups were were crushing it, um, particularly when you went heavy bone with Joe Mixon. So I gotta I gotta give the props where they are due. Uh, well played with Mixon. Uh, I think I was going more Higgins, and you looked the other way. So, well played, my friend.
0: Yeah, for me, it was just about a good matchup, leverage. It was all there for Mixon. It was like perfect storm, and I ended up having 50% of my lineups with him in it, which, mm-hmm. as you know, when you combine him with Justin Fields and a couple of Miami Dolphins last week, you were in the money. Uh, I would have been winning a lot of tournaments had my tight end position been anybody hmm. else besides Tyler Higby and Evan Ingram <laughs> Higby was in a smash spot and he turned into a ghost and Ingram apparently hurt his back, but I saw him out on the field doing nothing for most of the game. <laughs> so they're both dead to me. And, and now that they're dead to me, they're going to go off this week. <laughs> good, good. I'll roster them everywhere then. Uh, but no, I, I did see that
1: you, you were a few mirror points away from thousands of dollars. So, yes. Uh, it was listen, it was about
0: about 10, about 10 points, which yeah. would have been a Cole Komet instead of anybody that I played. If I had stacked Komet and Mooney with fields instead of a different tight end, I would have been winning a lot of pretty much every tournament I was in.
1: I w- I will just say to to, to kind of bookend the, the recap of last week, your boy did say to pick up Cole Komet on the Fantasy Millionaires and to play him. So you know, I'm just I'm just yeah, yeah I'm putting it out there. It was a play. If you were if you were ear to the ground you know, and your whisper reading tight ends, which it's hard to do. Um, but this week, it will be your week. I know it'll be my week as well. Let's jump in right away and talk about some of the games at the top of the slate, which I like. They've got numbers like 48 and 49 and 50 above them. Just what we want to see, what Vegas thinks the points are going to be at. Not always right, but in some of these games, we know the points are going to be there. Uh, they've been there all year. I want to get your breakdown on some of these games. We'll start with Detroit, uh, who's visiting Chicago. Bears are a three-point home favorite. I'm surprised, though. This is a 48-and-a-half-point total. Uh, Detroit, they, they've been sputtering after a hot start. Uh, our, our boy Amon Ross St. Brown Pretty had 40. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had 62 points in his first two weeks of football. Since then, he's at 43 points. So uh, he's been injured a little bit, but the other games he's not been injured. And he's been playing. So uh, a lot of high, uh, hit and misses uh, here for Detroit lately. Uh, are they going to hit this week? Are they actually going to hit the over with the Bears?
0: no but i was surprised you said that they were not firing all cylinders they just won last week they beat the green bay packers last week offensively though they've not offensively not good yeah Uh, the problem hasn't been how well they play i think they're well coached they're they go out there and they do the best they can they just don't win any games and really the bears haven't been any better at doing the same thing they're a team that is on the rise i think the lions and bears are both on the rise and on the same kind of trajectory where I think their future is getting brighter and brighter as you go along. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. they're still not at the point where either team is winning football games in any kind of meaningful pattern. They're not putting games together very frequently. They only have two and three wins respectively. And even though both teams have awful, awful defenses, I still think that the offenses have a lot more to prove in this game. And there's a very good chance that they're not going to crack the 48 number for me. Like I I would bet the under on this one.
1: Yeah. How are you approaching Justin Fields? Let's talk about in in cash and then in GDPs. Oh, yeah. Yes, on both. A hundred percent, yes. He's getting 15% roster ship right now, projected roster ship, according to RunTheSims.com. I I don't really care about that. Last week, he was my go-to quarterback. He was my pay down. I talked him up. I played him up. scored
0: 50 points, guys.
1: he, he, here's the thing I like. Uh, Detroit ranks bottom of the league against quarterbacks. Right, They're 29th against quarterbacks. They're not good. So you already know there's a floor. Actually, I think they're the 31st. They, they give up 22 points per, to, to, per game to quarterbacks already. Uh, and then in the last three weeks, last three weeks, Justin Fields is the third-ranked scoring quarterback in the NFL and DraftKings. He is only eight points behind Josh Allen, and he's about 16 points behind Patrick Mahomes. So... Uh, The man has been on fire, right? He has eleven touchdowns in that time, three rushing, eight passing, only two interceptions, a ninety nine point sixty nine passer rating, which you would like. Nice. So um, this really is the play, and you know he's going to get priced up. He was priced up thirteen hundred dollars. He's going to get priced up again after this week, and he does go off. Uh, So I think I'm definitely going to have him as well, maybe twenty five percent to thirty percent this week. Uh, instead of the forty percent last week, um, but that's just I like some other plays as well. Uh, all right, any other plays from this game? Are you stacking fields with anybody? Are you just running him naked? How are you approaching? Him?
0: Uh, Cole Komet, Dar- Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. Uh, I'm playing both of these running backs in some capacity. Herbert and Montgomery have great matchups. Detroit's defense is bottom of the league in every category. So um, if you're gonna feel like if you're going against the grain here and you're feeling like this game hits the over forty eight then you're going to want to stack it. Fields, um, I actually like Goff as a leverage stacking quarterback. Maybe do Goff and Amon Ra because I don't think the Bears can stop Amon Ra. There's no, Amon Ra was hurt. Then he played some tough defenses and that's where we're at. It's Mm. not, it's not because he's not good at football anymore. (laughs) It's, it's, this is the kind of matchup where you're just licking your chops for the sun God. So Mm. I, I actually love Goff as a leverage play stacking with Amon Ra, running back with one of these bears if you want to. But I, I think Goff might have a better game than Fields, at least at the end of the game. If it is a shootout, I think Jared Goff and the Lions might pull this thing out.
1: I'm going to build my stack with Justin Fields, Cole Komet, and Amon Ra St. Brown, because I do agree with you 100% that Amon, he comes back. He, he's, he, I call him Amon. Oh, like, no. he's Amon, Amon Ra. He is coming back. Uh, and uh, one thing that is there is still the target volume, he's still is getting nine, ten targets a game. That's what you want to see. Uh, I'm throwing out the New England game. New England is just, I mean, it's New England, you know. Uh, Bill Belichick just ate Defense. them for breakfast. Yeah, it was just a, a whole nother, it was a boys against men or bo- boys to men. I don't know, whatever you want to say. By the way, w- w- uh, Epcot, my wife definitely said she saw boys to men. She said, Did you, uh, Did you know boys to men? I rolled over laughing because right now they're in their 50s. So they're more like (laughs) boys to old men now. So Men uh,
0: to retired.
1: (laughs) Yeah, men to AARP. So, uh, all right. Uh, Speaking of that, I think you have an ad read to jump on.
0: Yes, I do. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Win Bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, Marquee Games of the Week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call
1: 1-800-522-4700. No one I know has a gambling problem, which is good. It means we're part of a faithful responsible group of people uh, anyway uh, with that being said, let's talk about our next game I'm really excited about this is the game that has the biggest total so far right now. I'm not sure if it gets over this does it uh, <laughs> Kansas City uh, hosting Jacksonville nine and a half point favorite for the the home favorite uh you know Kansas City chiefs here. Uh, Jacksonville has been sputtering as of late. They, they started pretty good defensively. I think the Eagles game kind of just shifted things back to reality a little bit for them. Um, but yeah. they haven't played terribly, right? I mean, the Colts... Uh, no, game was, they've, been been they've, been
0: they've been in, in some games. They've been in some games.
1: They've been in some games. So, we saw the Titans stick around and play the Chiefs really tough. There's a lot of animosity, playoff history. Um, I don't think they have this in Jacksonville w- with Kansas City. There's not a, a big rivalry here.
0: Um, no, what, what not a rivalry, but out? there's... I think, I think the it's going to play out one of two ways. Either the chiefs are going to get out to a lead and stay in the lead, or they're going to get out to a lead and fail to run the football because they have really struggled to run the football and they're going to let the Jags back in. And I think they're in in serious jeopardy of giving up a comeback win to the Jags at the end of the Mm -hmm. game, because this Jags offense is no slouch. The pass rush for the Jags is no slouch. So if they cannot establish the run in the second half with a lead, The Jags team is equipped to come back. Trevor Lawrence is a good passer. He's got good weapons. This Chiefs defense is really bad against slot receivers and running backs who catch the ball. And wouldn't you know, their two best offensive players are Christian Kirk, slot receiver, and Travis Etienne, a dynamic running back with decent receiving chops. I'm not saying he's he's not otherworldly. He's not DeAndre Swift. He's not Alvin Kamara. He's not anywhere near those guys. But he's good. And he will be a factor, especially in a negative game script. So I do think Travis Etienne, in a game where the Jags are trailing early, can put up more receiving numbers this game. And this could be really exciting because the Jags can, if the Jags can hang tight throughout like the third quarter and get put themselves in position for a comeback in the fourth quarter, this game could be really exciting and hit the over pretty easily.
1: Yeah, Uh, what I like about um, my guy, Travis Etienne, is he's getting like. 29 touches a game like it's just it's there's there's not a situation where they have to worry about like holding him or saving him or we need to save well, him for the either playoffs. him or
0: Jamichael hasty so what are you he do you gonna
1: do every time he's in there or he goes for a touchdown it's one or the other right so um yeah i i, I like him uh, so does everybody else though 19 percent roster ship right now for travis Etienne, one of the more popular running backs christian Kirk okay. though is the is the is the the, the 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 negative leverage right now the optimal negative leverage he, he is very roster He's 18 percent. A lot of people are picking up on this. I'm an advocate, though, for stacking in this game. You can do a nice game stack to break up that chalk. You love it. I love it. Um, If you play Mahomes, who are you most likely to stack with him? And then who are you running it back with? And are you going to go one jag or two?
0: I'll do both. I'm gonna do have lineups with uh I'm gonna have a lineups with a double stack on the KC side with Mahomes, Kelsey, and one of Juju, MBS or whatever. I mean, like I usually probably juju, but Juju's Hardman super chalky maybe, this week too. Hardman, so. No, Hardman, Hardman's uh, questionable. He's he's kind of banged up. He's he's performing really well this season. He's he's a solid wide receiver too this year, which is surprising the hell out of everybody. Um yeah. So if, hel- if Hardman is healthy and in this game, then he's going to be one of those stacking options for KC. But I'm really kind of looking to, again, just like the other game, is leveraging the less popular quarterback and stacking that way because uh, for as popular as ETN and Kirk are, Trevor Lawrence is not, and that's that's where I'm at. Is if I if I can if I can get right now. yeah if I can get a Trevor Lawrence stack with etn and kirk and run it back with a kelsey that might be your ticket because it's really hard to build a lineup this week with mahomes and kelsey yeah
1: that's true. And,
0: and you're not going to want to do that and overspend on two guys who are good plays of course but you're gonna you're gonna be forced to stack with kirk or etn and eat the chalk on a on a stack that costs you a ton of money and your lineup's really unlikely to be optimal
1: it won't be, it won't be optimal i will say this though um it, the the two of them Kelsey and Mahomes they're averaging 50 points per game so yeah it's pretty good not a lot of, not a lot of yeah, yeah so it's it's one of those things where they're, if they hit, if they if they hit their floor and that's it you lose honestly but you yep. lose yep. if they go over and and Mahomes gets 40 and Kelsey gets 30 you know then you're you're winning you're going to win um but you're paying for it so you've less uh, I guess you have a razor's edge. It's like taking a, a, a high draft pick in fantasy football in that first round. You have put a lot of draft capital into them. So that's what you put a lot of your, your, your finance capital for draft Kings wise in them. So uh, I like that. All right, let's jump to the next game, which is another big game. A lot of our big games come up front and then we kind of have some good games at the end. Your voice included tease, 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 tease. Um, I have a little rap I'm going to do when I get done. Down to the, the Cowboys, so Don't do yeah,
0: that. Don't it's going to be awkward.
1: do <laughs> it. Yeah, it's always terrible, but it's okay. All right, uh, Cleveland going to Miami. I'm surprised they're only a three and a half point favorite. Miami at home. I thought they'd be more like a five and a half point favorite. Deshaun Watson isn't secretly dressed up as Jacoby Brissett this week,
0: is he? Uh, all season, it seems like a Jacoby Brissett. And this offense—it's mostly the running game—but Brissett's been really efficient. This yeah, is yeah. the number five offense in the NFL with DVOA, according to Football Outsiders. This Browns offense is legit. The reason they're under five hundred as a record is their defense. Their defense has been a sieve, especially against the run. Uh, this is a, this is a matchup where I'm smashing the over on this game, and this is one of my favorite games to stack. Uh, it's a lot of everybody's favorite games to stack. Uh, but again, leverage quarterbacks. A lot of people are going to gravitate to Tua because he's still underpriced. And you're going to want to stack him with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And like every like the last three weeks, it's been amazing. And winning lots of money, stacking the Dolphins. Uh, but you you probably made just as much money stacking the opposite quarterback against the Dolphins and then throwing in Tyreek and Waddle because you're saving money with percent 5,400, with just as much upside as Tua with the way that things are going, if if the the Miami Dolphins continue to roll on offense like they are, the the Browns can't run the ball as often as they want to. And that's, that's, yeah, Kareem Hunt is in play big time. This is a Kareem Hunt week. Nick Chubb is still a good play. Don't ever fade Nick Chubb because he's too damn good. But Kareem Hunt is in play this week, and he is much, much more appealing for DFS because he is ultra leveraged. He's ultra unpopular, and he has got some upside to burn this week. Oh, yeah. So I love a Brissette Hunt or Brissette Cooper or Brissette Harrison Bryant stack or Njoku oh, if he Harrison ends Bryant. up. Yeah, if if Njoku still can't go this week, he's still trying to battle back from that ankle injury. If he can't go, Harrison Bryant at 2700 is fantastic mm. pay down tight end. He didn't get any targets last week, which means nobody's going to have him. They don't trust him, but that was just game flow. Like they were, they were way ahead against They're Cincinnati. Crushing. They were crushing Cincinnati. So they why would they throw the ball? Why, they why would threw they throw the ball twenty three times?
1: Would, uh, like this thing, you use plays when you need them. If they needed yeah. to, to to do a nice touchdown pass to Harrison Bryant, they would have. They
0: did not need no. that. They just nick chubbed him to death.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got chubbed somebody. No, I like that you said uh, Harrison Bryant because I was going to talk about that uh,
0: in this game. Cooper what about and- on the? DPJ, like all these Browns receivers are very stackable. This Dolphins secondary is bad, guys. Bad. The bad.
1: whole Dolphins defense isn't very good, which is which is enjoyable for DFS because they they're good at offense. So, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Well, well. So here's a question: uh, What do you think about Jeff Wilson Jr., touchdown vulture extraordinaire? Knows the playbook mm-hmm. a little bit. Comes back already, uh-huh. scores you double digit points last week. Um, how are we looking at him? Because you know, he is taking from from most of it. That's what he's kind of doing. And, but in Run the Sims, he's got a higher projection.
0: Yeah, he got more touches last week. He did. Um, if he came in week one and got more touches than Mostert, that makes him the guy. That's I'm not going to go back on that. They might, but uh, you're you're basically taking a chance, saying, okay, I might I might want to play a little bit of each guy just in case. Right. Uh, they're both priced pretty well. They they both have good they both have good game script equity here. So if the Dolphins are out ahead um, and then they're gonna to have to try to run the football. The Browns aren't very good at stopping the run. They're better at rushing the passer than anything. This this is a, this kind of game where you can sneak in a Jeff Wilson and and save some money at running back and, and stock up on stud wide receivers. This is how you do it. If you're gonna, if you're going to spend down at running back, you might want to get guys that are, are guaranteed to get at least double-digit touches. Yeah. And, and games
1: that are favored or not favored, but they're, in, they're, they're home favorite. So they're, you know, yes. they're going to hopefully run the football. And then there's a big total, almost 50 points in this game. So um, I like all those goals. Is, is, it, is it 50 yet? Is it 50 yet? I mean, it's going to be, I, it should, it should, it should I be. 50.
0: be 50. If it was 53, I'd smash it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like that. And I like your People's Jones call. He's only 4,300. Cooper, 65, is oh, not very expensive either. And then you got to look at Waddle at 76. Hills uh, the play at 91. He's the best wide receiver so far. Not named Cooper Cup. So, uh, who is on the slate as well? Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit. But yeah, now I, I do like this game at all. All right, let's jump. We got one more uh, good game to come, but we got a bunch of shitty games in between. Uh, I'm sorry, first <laughs> customer Sorry, <laughs> Jar. Uh, this you next game. Twenty minutes. It's pretty good. I know. I've been trying my best. Uh, oh, is it the twenty minute mark already? Oh wait, never mind. Yeah. I should, you should, yeah, you go.
0: All right. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the DGEN in your life. I really like the hoodies, the bumper stickers, like stickers, stickers are everything. Sweatpants. I run in them every day. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, you get a beanie. You get a beanie to run in when it gets cold. I need to get one. I'm going to get a beanie. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code DALLASSUCKS that store that's gamblingpodcast.com. promo code dallas sucks and i i have a feeling these these guys that run sgpn are not dallas cowboys fans from all the all the grief that we get the pro giants and eagles stuff that we see from these guys like they don't like the dallas cowboys and i mean to be honest after 26 years of getting burned by my favorite team i don't, like, don't like them much do. either <laughs>
1: You know, what? I I quit my team, the Washington then Redskins in 2013 14. I just said I'm done with you guys. I hate your guts. Hope you die. I'm never going to talk to you again. You're ahead of your Dan's, time. Damn, I was. I was cutting edge. I canceled them before they could do this stuff. It, it, today, that by mean, the way, that though, makes
0: you a hipster.
1: I, I I knew it. Um. Yeah, my brother called me one like 10 years ago, and I was like, "How dare you?" You know, so funny. <laughs> um. I, I will say though, if Jay Z the washington commanders they need to change the name but i will consider allowing myself to watch their games again i'm not committing to fandom but i will not uh, n- i mean i never watch their games now like never don't give a shite about them so uh, we'll see if that not
0: like they're playing great games anyway
1: no, no, they're giving up leads and losing anyway. All right, let's talk about two teams that are not great. Well, one team's okay, but not really. Uh, Houston visiting the New York Giants are coming off, you know, uh, some losses. They they, they they nice win over in the UK, but then they got their butts kicked at Seattle at the end. You know, it's okay. You got the Tyler Lock it. You know, what are you going to do? Um, but they're back. The a half point home favorites against Houston, who cannot stop the run. They're dead last against the run. It's Saquon Barkley season, but also it's Damian Pierce season. They're both super popular this week.
0: Yeah, give me all the Saquon all the time. I'm fading Pierce this week. I think the, the Giants defense is a little bit better than people give them credit for. They're top 10 in every positional category. Uh, so uh, don't don't sweat the don't sweat the Houston Texans, because I, I do think the Giants win this game pretty easily uh, through Saquon Barkley. That's the way they've won all year. Uh, this is as smash spot as it gets. Don't worry about chalk with running back anyway. And with the amount of good running backs on the slate, Saquon's not going to be overly chalky. He's going to be 20, 25 percent. And I will eat that all up. Give me like just like last week when I was at 50% Mixon, I'm at 50, 60% Saquon. I'm building my lineups this week around Saquon and ETN, and the rest can sort itself out.
1: I do like that. I do like those as the two kind of hallmark, you know, last week, Eckler, Mixon, uh the you know, the 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 higher priced, That's what I did. The, what I did. The, the efficient is there efficient there. Uh and Barkley's coming off of of some poor performances statistically draft Kings wise, not in the games. I mean, he's doing well as for his team, but you know, their teams are losing it's, you know, it's, they got some banged up offensive <laughs> issues. One, one game a couple weeks ago, they lost their whole side of their right line and their tight end. So you you lost your protection on the edge when your big guys come back and then, and, and it just, it sucked. So, but I do like Barkley a lot. He's only 17% rostered. If that stays around there, um, bro, I'm going to join you 100% in the 50% Saquon club. Maybe the 69% Saquon club this week because, oh, yeah, it, it is uh, uh, very palpable. Daniel Jones 11%. I, I I can't play both. I I advocated for that earlier this year. I don't think there's enough juice in this game at, at 41 points to play. You play one or the game. other.
0: That's not it. this game.
1: Yeah, I'm not playing him anyway. I'm not I'm not into Jones, but he's the third most popular quarterback this week. So, uh and then anybody <laughs> else in here is not even worth mentioning, I don't believe.
0: Um uh it, yeah, it's really know. tough to get it's really tough to convince. Wandale, baby, baby. Yeah, Wondell, uh Darius Slayton's looked okay. I'll throw them in the pool, they're not they're going to be 10% guys. But uh but yeah, it's it's really just uh the Giants defense against Houston's offense that one looks good. Like Giants DST this week is going to be fantastic. So give me me that Giants DST, like I mentioned. Uh, They're a little bit better than people give credit for. Uh, They're winning games because they're playing the whole four quarters. Their coaching staff is so much better than they've had in the last decade. Uh, Yeah, the Giants are going to win this game, and I don't think it's going to be close.
1: Yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. Uh, we got, like I said, these next couple of games, they're, they're just sucky total. So I think there's some plays in the game, but they're not big game stacking where you five, five or six plays and take down the slate. Um, but, uh, speaking of not taking down the slate, Alvin Camaro, not taking down the slate, but playing well, you know, playing well. Uh, you know, he's kind of back. Getting he's getting in. his assault charges stayed until the end of the year. The video did drop and it did not look great. Um, it was but
0: terrible quality.
1: I think it actually
0: helped Camaro to see the video come out because you couldn't yeah. tell it. You, but all that you I'm, could tell from the video is that Camaro wasn't the ultimate aggressor that was actually piling right. on at the end, which is what right. they charged him with was aggravated assault. I think he and hit so, him
1: first, and then fell, and then the guy fell, and then his boys went to town.
0: Right, and that's, you can't control
1: your boys, man. That's that's nope. not. I don't control you. You don't control me. Everybody has an individual. Not a good look.
0: Not a good look, but not as bad as it could have been. Exactly. But
1: anyway, he's still he's still viable this week at seven thousand four hundred. He is probably the best play from this game. Not named Chris Olave. If you're picking one, who are you picking? Because uh, Olave is cheaper, which I like. I like cheap. Six thousand
0: eight hundred Olave is the third core play. Saquon Etienne Olave. Yes, I love it, dude. He's one of mine as
1: well. Just wrote about him for the and, Sports gambling and, Podcast.
0: Oh, and next. call me crazy, but I'm going to do some stacks with Dalton, Olave, and Camara. Okay. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch yeah. me double stack the Saints. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to throw
1: something crazy out there, right? This is, this is not this – is, this is terrible. You're going to hear this from me. Deontay Johnson is due. He's really due. He's oh, sixth. Oh, wait, no. He's sixth. In targets in the NFL, 76. I mean, he's right up there with Jalen Waddle, with all those big guys. Mike Evans, he's above Mike Evans. He has 47 receptions. He is averaging 4.9 yards per target. That is disgusting. He has like 300-some receiving yards. It is hellscape for him. They've had a week off. I read an article uh, that talked about how they spent a lot of time this past week during their their practices, the three of them, uh, the Pickens, uh, Deontay Johnson and Friermuth with, with, uh, you know, the quarterback, uh, um, they wanted to make sure I said Pickens, right. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, who's Pickett?
0: Yeah, Kenny Pickett is the problem here.
1: That's he is the problem. It's exactly what they're saying, and they were trying to get on the wavelength with him to get in, fill in the gap. So that's the only way this is going to happen. And and here's the thing: New Orleans' defense and their secondary has not been stout this year. They played good against Baltimore. Baltimore has no wide receivers. They don't have any. Like Devin Duvernay's not a wide receiver, uh, and neither is DeMarcus Robinson. Sorry, they're just not. uh, Not he's a hell of
0: a kick returner.
1: Great, you know he's awesome. At doing that, but he's not a wide receiver, one right, and so I think in this matchup, uh, the Saints cornerbacks, if Lattimore does not go, it does not look good, uh, for them, and, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, no no offense, but uh, uh, is it is it Alante Taylor? He is 85th out of 113 cornerbacks, that's not good. Uh, and then Paulson Adebo is 111th out of 113 <laughs> cornerbacks, that's terrible in PFF ranking. I, I know they've got Tyron Matthew there. He's 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 a beast in the in the back secondary. But I still like either Pickens or Deontay Johnson as a as a GPP dart throw from the back row. Uh, so I will I'll take your stack and then I'll sneak one of my little shitty guys in there too. So you know, second cut. Damn it, oh, third cuss. All right,
0: cusp. man. I haven't even hit my one yet.
1: I know, man. This is I'm taking it all. Uh, are you into any Friar Muth? He he's getting a little chalky. Getting a little pick up here. Nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fading for you too. 8%. That's just too much for me. I like Pickens. I'd rather play Pickens uh, myself. Yeah, he's I'm got doing some
0: Pickens. Uh, I'm really not. I don't trust Deontay to get DFS production. Like, even when he's really good, he's not a DFS guy. He's, he's your, maybe a cash game guy, but not a tournament guy. It's like, you're, what's his line going to be? Eight for 70, maybe a touchdown in his best game. Best I, I don't see it. I don't see it. And so give me give me a little bit of big playability there with pickens and and really nobody else. This I, I have a feeling the Saints are just going to run into Pittsburgh and beat the living tar out of the Steelers because they are gonna the them. Steelers defense are dead last to get defending wide receivers. Yep. They can't score on any defense, they've looked overmatched by every defense they've played this season. Yeah, And it's just an ugly game where a decent team like the Saints, they're not great, but they're not bad either. They're going to go in there and just crush the Steelers. The Steelers are not a good football team.
1: Mm-mm. No, they give up the third most receiving yards. They've given up uh, 13 touchdowns, which is the most wide receivers. So those are not good when you're giving up the most yards almost and then the most touchdowns. <laughs> those are the only things.
0: And means. then you're not scoring to catch up. <laughs>
1: Uh, right, right. I mean, sure, they haven't given up a lot of receptions. They've only given up like the seventh most receptions, but it's because all the yards that they get afterwards, they don't need. They get the yak. So they just, they go to, like get the touchdowns. So, um, but I, I do digress. Uh, we've got uh, another exciting game coming up here. And this is actually a game that I don't think Josh Allen's going to play in, which is going to make it a less exciting game. Uh, and it looks like the total is even dropping in Buffalo. You don't think he's going to play? I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he needs to play in this game. It's not a divisional I, matchup. That's They're the different home.
0: question, though. That is a different question. Yeah. Everybody knows he does not need to play this I don't game. think
1: he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play.
0: He's got I, a, a, a
1: bum-throwing elbow on the throwing arm that he throws with.
0: Yeah, like, and the course. play after he hurt that elbow, he's unleashed a 70-yard rocket. Of course, on in stride to Gabriel Davis, who completely dropped it. Let okay. it hit him in the chest.
1: You know, I, I know, but he he, it, it's kind of like watching Optimus Prime fight Megatron. You know, he can take a few <laughs> more blasts from the cannon, but he doesn't need to right now. He can wait for a little bit. So I, I just I don't know. I, I think they can go with Case Keenan. But let's say he does play. The Vegas line is making it look like he's not going to play. Um, but if yeah, he does all the, play, all the
0: signs from Vegas say that it's going to be Case Keenum.
1: Yeah, it does. I just go with Vegas. But let's say he does play. Are you stacking him with Diggs? They'd be expensive. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and and kind of, I am with you. I kind of hope he doesn't play because yeah. I really want to play that five K flat Case Keenum, uh, Stefan Diggs stack in the it's Revenge bad. game. They both were they they were the Minneapolis Miracle a few years back. Keenum to Diggs was the Minneapolis miracle, and I want to see them go back and face. They're they're in Buffalo, but they're going to face their former team, and I hope that Keenum and Diggs light the Vikings up. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, they can because Keenum is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm just going to say this. I'm going to read
1: verbatim from our article that I've not published yet. And this is what I said. I said, the only reason I would ever advocate for playing case Keenum is because of his $5,000 price tag this week. It's not like he has explosive weapons that can create big plays after the catch or anything. Who that? I'll pause. So new Orleans Saints fans can calm down. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now uh, I, I am. I'm am very excited about that too. though, in the revenge return game, uh, since he has stopped playing for the Minnesota Vikings, my boy, has over 4,000 4, receiving yards. He has 27 touchdowns and like 315 receptions. He has gone into the next stratosphere when he left and went with Josh Allen. So um, I know – man. He and, and I listened to him talk too. He's so humble. He said, I love everybody in Minnesota. I had the best. I didn't work out. That's how it is in life sometimes. It doesn't work out. And you still love other people. You It was just the most mature Stefan Diggs i would ever heard in my life. It was not a revenge tour of hate. It was a, I can't wait to show people how I'm the big brother now. And so uh, big brother's going to come home. I agree with you. I-, I want that to happen too. No Josh Allen this week. Please for my bankroll, please. GPP bro bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So any other plays, uh, Devin Singletary is looking optimal in the Sims, but he doesn't look optimal on the field.
0: Terrible guys. Uh, why do you think? Why do you think they gave up a, a draft pick of any kind to get Naheem Hines when they have James Cook out there? Right. Uh, like that's that's what kind of concerned to me was. I was looking at this going, okay, yeah, Singletary looks okay out there, but I think that they're more looking to the future here. And the Hines pick was for now, and the Cook draft selection was for later. Right, so they were like, "Hey, where are we deficient starting running back?
1: Singletary.
0: Singletary single is going to get less work. And guess who got the first running back touches for Buffalo last week? It was Cook.
1: Yes, it was. Yes, it was.
0: So yeah. I think this this Hines acquisition, once he's up to speed with this offense, uh, it's going to be Singletary that takes the back seat. And you have a bunch, They have these two scat backs, which fit this offense a lot better. They're not trying to power run with anybody other than Josh Allen anyway. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah, no, so it's like Singletary
0: you. is a power runner anyway. Singletary is tiny. He's five, eight, one, 90.
1: Why would you power run with with a little guy when you could power run with a big guy? You know, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, um, are you interested in Dalvin cook? He's been a hit or miss this year. He's had two 20 point plus games. And then every other game's been like eight points, nine points, thirteen points. seven points. So, uh, how do you see, I mean, if, if they're going to win, they're probably not going to have Justin Jefferson go off against this secondary. My guess is it's more of a ground game. Am, am I wrong in that kind of game script prediction?
0: Yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's going to be, it's tougher to predict what happens there, but, um, I still yeah, like. Keenum's the, a wild though, card for sure. Yeah, the weapons in this game are good enough to get there. Uh, I'll ju- I'll be checking ownership because if this game isn't going to be chalky, I might want to load up on it because the Buffalo Bills system is really good and Keenum is pretty damn good. He's not he doesn't have the rushing element there that Allen has, but the, the the Bills don't have the personnel to go power run without Allen, so they might just right. spread it out and just heave ho passing attack. Like they like they do on occasion when they want to spell Josh Allen in the running game. I'm all for that. Uh,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm for this game. Yeah. So I told you it was like one other game I liked. That, that was part partly it, but I also like the Dallas game. We'll talk about that game. Uh, It's gonna be the, the the end cap though, or the night cap for us. Uh, so all right, let's get to a game that the points are dropping by the minute. Uh, they must be uh, watching the Danger Witch commercial on repeat somewhere in a Vegas <laughs> lab because it is just uh, you know 37 and a hook. I think this might be the lowest total of the season Disgusting I think game. I've seen. Yeah, uh, Tennessee, Malik Willis, I understand. Maybe no Ryan Tannehill, minus three points. Watch how like fast Garrett, that dude? line
0: climbs if Tannehill's active. Right, right.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's Henry or Bust for me in this game. Uh, I, I, I don't you know, know. I mean, Jerry Judy, I'm maybe. Fair.
0: You know, Yeah, Judy for sure. I'm all over Jerry Judy. Yeah. Uh, everybody else can pretty much kick rocks in this game. Denver defense. Denver yeah. defense. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think if if you play anybody from from Tennessee, it's Derrick Henry. That's it. I can't see anybody else being being viable. Derrick Henry's going to get thirty touches in this game. He's good. They're going to have to do that. There's just no, nothing else that's going to work for them. And I don't think it's going to work for them. I think they're going to lose, uh, despite Russell Wilson's best efforts. He's going to win a game. So you know, uh, can't wait for the prayer circle at the end. <laughs> and then awkward talk with whatever reporter who has to ask him why he's over there for nine minutes in a prayer circle. So, uh, yeah, I do like Judy, though. Uh, Jerry Judy, uh, he's had four more targets than Cortland Sutton in the last five games. But he's outproduced him point-wise by 27 points. DraftKings So, yeah, it's it's been a tilting uh, situation. We, we started Cortland, and it was Judy, actually. Fancy receipts that.
0: You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, all right. the, who, who could have said that the better player would have outproduced the other not so good player? And everybody's saying, Oh, Sutton, this, Sutton, that. I was like, Have you seen Sutton since Judy came back? I haven't. Yeah,
1: no, no, you are right on that one. Sutton
0: is not good, guys. I, I think, I think my, my co host Mike
1: Cash Collins was on that one.
0: <laughs> I love He's Judy. I've game. loved Judy since Alabama. There's been nothing wrong with this game other than staying healthy. And, and now Wilson. that he's healthy, he's lighting it up. Even with Wilson looking terrible, Judy's out there wide open, and Wilson just sucks. Yeah, yeah, he still sucks. Uh, he sucks hard.
1: All right, let's get to a game with a lot of sucking that has gone on with both these teams this year. Uh, Frank Reich out, Jeff Saturday in the most bizarre <laughs> press conferences from Jim Irsay I've ever seen Not in my the life. the press
0: conference. What about the decision? <sighs>
1: No, just but just the explanation of the decision and and the whole thing about it. It was just like, you know, there's no way he's going to be able to
0: explain that in a satisfactory manner. There's no way, there's no way to explain that decision.
1: I think you come in and you say, Hey, listen, I'm a billionaire and I do whatever I want, and none of you matter to me, and that's why I picked this guy that I like. He's my basically
0: what he said.
1: (laughs) I don't like him, right? That's called Peyton
0: first, and he didn't, didn't pick up the phone. (laughs)
1: Peyton said <laughs> to go to hell. And I was like, I only know other, two other Peyton,
0: players. Peyton's like, teams. Jim who? Earth, Andrew Luck. I,
1: I don't even know Andrew Luck anymore. That guy ruined my franchise. So, yeah. Now, uh, but in this game, you could have no coaches by the end of the game, right? Josh McDaniels could get fired in the middle of the game. You just never know uh, with, with, with uh, the Davis family. But in all reality, last week they were winning. They were win- they they were they were going to win. They had they were they won the first half, and then they played <laughs> the second half, and then they lost. Um, but in that performance, you the third out the Adams time, third time
0: out. they blew a seventeen point lead this season.
1: They, they're just not a good defensive team. Uh, Derek Carr no, no, and, a little banged their, up too, and so. their coach.
0: No, Carr's not banged up. Everybody's banged up if you consider Carr banged up. Car is healthy as can be, the problem is Josh McDaniels is an awful head coach. Yeah. Derek Carr is an overrated as hell quarterback, and he the the best part was, was for me was the dichotomy between the Raiders first half and second half, where the first half it was Devonte Adams getting 10 targets, scoring two touchdowns, looking absolutely unstoppable because he's the best receiver in football. And the sure. second half, they completely went away from it. Like they did the game before where they hyper-targeted such illustrious receivers as Hollins and uh, Foster Moreau. Oh. The, the island of <laughs> they went back the to road. that after after slicing and dicing in the first half and Devontae Adams going back to his normal self and they're like yeah that's not our that's not our bag. We're going to change that up.
1: That's not my <laughs> bag, baby. Yeah, yeah, so you don't know really what to get and, and expect from them this week. Uh Josh Jacobs is is heavily rostered in this uh, matchup. Right. Yeah, he's 16% rostered. $7600. He's easy
0: he I don't trust that offensive play calling when they rode Josh Jacobs he was good when he played good run defenses they rode him and he didn't go anywhere and then they just went away from it last week like okay Josh Jacobs is our lead running back but we're not going to run the ball and Josh Jacobs has really fallen out of grace in the last two weeks and so until I see a better emphasis on putting their bet the ball in their best player's hands for a whole game i'm fading josh jacobs
1: well if you look at the games before 28 21 20 carries on the other side you know six targets five targets five targets and then the last two weeks 10 carries 17 carries three targets four targets you're taking away you're halving what he has and so if you half what somebody has normally they can't not, I mean, they're going to not produce. So he went from 37, 33, 39 to 7.4 and 11.7 last two weeks. Like how do you get six touchdowns in three weeks and then zero touchdowns in two weeks? So yeah, they, they did not play very effectively in, in either game against new Orleans or I mean, against New Orleans. They played like dog shit. That was the worst game I've seen any team <laughs> play this year. Uh, so, but then Jacksonville, they at least look good in the first half. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably not going heavy bone on any of these. I always have a little bit of Devonte Adams because he's Devonte Adams. Let's just, you know, you gotta have that. So, um, still, Oh, by the way, he's still at, he's still at value last week. Yeah. I, I, and listen, you could play a little Michael Pittman this week. Last week, I did say to fade Michael Pittman, by the way, I said to
0: sit Michael Pittman. I did
1: say that. I just to to be <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, Cause my
0: is man linger. Count, linger.
1: Yeah. Malinger. Yeah. Yeah. His problem might malinger this week. So, Um, but of course, Las Vegas quits in the second half. So if you have Michael Pittman take us over in the second half, uh, he might do better then. So, um, all right, let's jump to, we got two more games and the last game is one I actually want to talk about. I'm excited about that one. Uh, Arizona visiting LA, the Rams at home again, this year, they're at home like 17 times. Um, They're not very good at home on the road. Yeah, um, on a boat, on a goat, in their throat. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not good
0: for the Rams. Not pretty. pretty.
1: Arizona is going to truck them, I believe. Um, if DeAndre Hopkins and and uh, Kyler Murray can ever get on the same page, you can just see him saying, "What are you looking at? What wh- what do you see? How do you not see this?" So there is some turmoil there in Arizona as well. They haven't won a home game in a decade, so thank God it's a road win for them on the horizon this week, which they should cover and crush. Um, how are you stacking? Are you stacking? I think the two best plays are just Hopkins and Cup. Like I, to me, I, I don't really. get – Around any other place, just cup for me, just cup for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm taking the
0: under in this game, I'm fading this game.
1: Yeah, I don't like this game at all. I and you know what? This is one another one of these 4 p.m. boring games that they're going to put on here.
0: But uh, Arizona's I'm, defense against this Rams offense, I like it. Oh, for the defense, oh yeah, but it, it's Arizona not gonna D- be Arizona DST at 2700 is me likey. Yeah, that's a, that might be a core play too.
1: I'm not gonna lie about that. The Rams' offensive line is dead. So it's terrible. It's non existent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and their away. running game is terrible, too. Every running back on their team is terrible. Uh,
0: it's I don't really even think the running run backs up. are bad. They just have nowhere to go.
1: Well, it's, they're just not good, too. So,
0: I mean, I and love they're Henderson. not there. Henderson's very underrated. He just can't stay healthy when
1: he finally gets the job. Yeah. Yeah. He's been trying to do that for years. So,
0: yeah. He always gets stinged up right at the wrong time. And but now he's healthy, and he has nowhere to run because their offensive line is just a bunch of grocery clerks at this point.
1: Andrew Wentworth that could do better than
0: the. Line oh they yeah, have right now. he could. He could climb off of this Amazon broadcast and go play better than whoever the hell they have out there right now. The
1: score in the game, by the way. I've not watched one second of this game. Thirteen to
0: three, Ooh. Carolina's winning in the rain. Who has a touchdown? Lavisca Chenault.
1: I was playing him in DFS last week, one week. Yeah. They did a
0: little, they did a little uh, jet sweep pass option with him and he tucked Mm -hmm. it and ran it and they didn't tackle him. They didn't even touch him. He ran down the sidelines and just went. And so of course I'm kicking myself because in showdown slate, I had a lineup with Loviska in there. And at the last minute I changed it to somebody else and, Laviska is not in there anymore, so I didn't get the touchdown. It's, it was, it was only game one now, losing because I switched up Laviska out for somebody else. With only one touchdown in the game, and you don't get
1: it, that's not good.
0: You're you're no. done. You're done. <laughs> yeah, I need somebody else to score a touchdown
1: real bad. Yeah, super bad. And Laviska should touchdown to be credited to somebody else. <laughs> All right, let's talk about our last game. I saved it for last. It's my my favorite game in the in the second half. Really? You know, the second half of these little games here. Uh, Dallas visiting Green Bay. Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers going to meet him at midfield before the game and laugh about how he ran him out of town.
0: Yeah, it's it is it's a it's a narrative game. It's not. I don't even think this game is going to be good. Dallas is going to boat race him. I agree with you. I, I think it's gonna be good if you stack maybe like CeeDee Lamb and Dak
1: Prescott maybe or
0: Tony yeah. Pollard. Tony run it back, Pollard. My Tony guy Pollard. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's have- gonna have a fantastic game. Yeah. Zeke
1: should be back, but not at full speed. I think you see Tony Pollard taking yeah, to more red zone I think carries it sits as another well. week.
0: To be honest, I think Zeke sits another week.
1: You do? Okay. I was yep. I was uh, you're you're the Cowboys expert right now.
0: You know. When they ask Zeke how he's feeling, he says he's not there yet, and they're not gonna they're not gonna chance re-injuring that knee or aggravating it worse uh, by sending him out there when they don't need him. Like Tony yeah. Pollard, <laughs> like before the bye week, we're talking Tony Pollard. We got fourteen touches, and he what was it ten yards a touch and three yeah. touchdowns. I think he's pretty good at football. He's my favorite player for a reason. I've been watching him since he was at Memphis, and this kid, he's just special. He is a special football player and he's still going to get his same role, the f- 10 to 15 touches. But what he does with his touches is so magnificent. I'm going to do like the
1: Pete Overzet move here and save him for some of my flex plays in that late yes. afternoon window. Oh yes. And then if, if I make, a, if I put a flex play in, in a lineup that has ETN and Barkley in it, that might be team sex. So
0: yeah, and Cowboys uh, DST at the top of the board there. That's a worthy mm-hmm. spend up. I like that as well. Aaron we Rodgers. He saw the Packers get held under 10 points by the Lions, guys. The yeah. Lions. Yeah. And that's the worst defense in the league, and now they're going up against the best defense in the league. What do you think is gonna happen, Scott? I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have a meltdown on live today. <laughs> I, well, I if can't. he loses, he I mean, you've heard I've told it's you so the story about how he loves beating the Cowboys. If he gets his ass kicked by the Cowboys, he's going to retire. He's going to just be like, that's it. That's that. I, I can't beat the Cowboys anymore. He's never lost to us. He's never lost to the Cowboys. I think he gets his ass handed to him. This is like the opposite of like him riding off into the sunset. Just like, Oh, yep. This is it.
1: Well, this is the opposite
0: throwing to to Randall Cobb and Sammy Watkins.
1: When you think of, of kind of, you know, how Brady was going out, winning a Super Bowl before, or kind of on that trail, almost winning a Super Bowl. This is the opposite. This is like like a like a getting your ass kicked tour as you as you should have gotten out, but you didn't. You the ayahuasca, you stay t- down, all- old man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With that being said, go follow Bo underscore McBigtime, Bo McBrayer in real life. Uh, I am Nimble W Numbers Scott Simpson in real life as well. Uh, anything to get us out, Bo? Any secret plays? Anybody that you didn't touch enough on that you want to touch a little more before we get out of here?
0: Uh, yeah, so watch. If you're going to play a, a Green Bay Packers tight end, it's not Robert Tunyon. It's Mr. NorCal himself. Aaron Rodgers to his NorCal brother. One of my guys from Sacramento. It's Josiah Deguara. Ooh. I like that, Senor. All right. We'll be seeing you next time. This is the
1: NFL Week 10 NFL DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Like and subscribe. Follow us all everywhere. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.